Have you been craving sugar your whole life? Do you feel addicted to sugar? Do you feel like you go from being super restrictive and not eating any sugar to eating whatever you want and you keep yo-yoing back and forth? If you can relate to this, then you're going to love this episode. Today, I do a live health coaching call and Disa shares how she has been struggling with sugar her whole life and she just doesn't know why and she really doesn't know what to do because everything she tried before hasn't worked. So tune into this episode today. Hi friends and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, Mama Four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. Hello and welcome to the show, Disa. I'm so excited to have you on the show today because there are so many people that have questions about their health and I'm glad that we get to answer this. So tell me a little bit about what your biggest struggles are in your health right now. Oh, it's the sugar, hands down. I've I've been able to get off of wheat periodically, but I cannot give up the sugar for more than maybe a couple of days. And that is a struggle in and of itself. So it's, uh, there's intense craving. It's everything that you would think, you know, when you're eating that kind of stuff. Like if I'm trying to be extra, extra good, I'll just do chocolate instead of, you know, ice cream or something. But it's really the sugar cravings are kind of out of control, really. And has it always been like that? Or is that a newer thing? Yeah, I would say so. I can't even pinpoint when it started. Yeah, I I think it's just always been there. You know, anytime I had a choice of what to buy with allowance, it was sugar. And it's just kind of continued throughout my life. See the effects that it's having on my health now that I'm middle-aged. The the weight is so hard to get off. There's some yo-yo stuff going on. And if I can get past one day, 24 hours without it, I get so emotional that it's almost not even worth it to try, you know, like, because I'll make up for it the next day. So yeah. So it's a little bit of that like yo-yoing sort of being strict and then eating whatever and just going back and forth and not really finding that balance. You are exactly right. That's exactly what's going on. So typically, if you think back on your last week, think of a time when you were craving sugar, that would be pretty typical. And tell me what was going on at that time. There's some good moments in this last week, but I would say that the times where I actually leave my house to go somewhere to get sugar is probably the most desperate times because I just try not to have it in the house. There's There's some stress at work. Um, and there's some stress on my personal life. I think that's life, but it does seem a little intense right now and worry. So there's a fast pace. Everything has to get done on time and out the door, but there's also a, a concern for the people around me. Does that answer? Yeah. And so with worry, so we got an emotion there and then work and personal. Do you think you could pinpoint an emotion that typically happens before the sugar craving? Like, 
I'm feeling anxious. I'm overwhelmed. If I don't get this decision right, it's going to negatively impact someone else is a frequent thought or even some things that are out of my control. Like there's kids working in sweatshops, you know, I should do something about that, right? If I don't do something about that, it's, you know, some of those are irrational, but a lot of those like have to do with people directly related to me. I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want to let them down in some way. So I want to be as supportive as possible. Yeah. So I'm sort of hearing perfection, not disappointing people, almost maybe a little people pleasing. Does that sound right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Typically when you're having sugar cravings, does it feel like you're typically having an emotion before that? Like maybe you're trying to avoid that emotion. Yeah, it really does seem like that. I mean, um, it usually comes up in the late afternoon and that's when work starts to slow down for me. So it's just like, it's a chaos pace in the morning until around noon, it starts to slow down. And then by three or four, like I can usually get up and go to the bathroom, you know, it's slowed down a little bit. So yeah, yeah. to me, it almost sounds like a stress letdown. Like sometimes people won't get a headache during the intense stress or whatever's happening, but it's after because- There's all these different chemicals that happen. So it almost sounds like a stress letdown. And then you probably also have the time to get some sugar too. I never thought about it being a stress letdown, but I do, I do drink coffee too. So that would, is that kind of the same thing? Yeah. So you could have a little bit of that energy starting to wear out. And do you eat breakfast or lunch? Most days I do not. I'll eat lunch around two. If I, Yeah. If I'm on it, like if I'm on top of things, I'll eat lunch around two. When I feel the worst, I'm eating breakfast. I eat breakfast and I eat lunch and I don't feel good at all. Yeah. You would think that that would be like, I would have like less cravings, but I actually have more. It's like, I don't know, maybe I'm eating the wrong things for breakfast and lunch. No, I mean, and I think it's different for everybody. I would say a good chunk of people need to eat earlier in the day or they have more cravings. But if you notice that about yourself, that you do better when you eat later, then that might be something to stick to just making sure we're like keeping it dense and really looking at what's happening later in that day Mm -hmm. and making sure that we're not, that the cravings aren't worse or we're grabbing more sugar or something like that. I just want to pause as we're talking about breakfast here and how we start our day. And I just want to share with you how I start my day. So I have been loving Organifi's green juice because it helps me with energy. I can't tolerate caffeine, but Organifi's green juice not only has the greens in it, they also have some adaptogen herbs in it that help to restore your cortisol and your stress hormone levels and help you to give that natural energy to feel good throughout the day. So I typically take a scoop of my green juice, half a lemon, And then if I'm not having much protein for breakfast, I put a scoop of collagen protein in there and I mix it all up together. And I've been going on my front porch to take my green juice and my breakfast. And it's just been a really nice way to start my day. There's a lot to say for going outside and being in nature too. So if you guys want to try having some green juice in your morning routine, use the code HEALTHY20 and there will be a link down below so you guys can save 20%. And they offer a 60-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk to try it. But you might actually find out that it makes you feel better, and it's a great way to start your day. And we'll head right back to the show. 
When you typically eat lunch around 2 p.m., what are you eating? Sometimes I will cook meat and throw it on a salad. But sometimes, if especially if I'm really stressed, then I'm Uber Eatsing from, you know, a chicken store or something. It's all across the board. I would love to eat meat in a salad every, but the reality is like probably half the time I'm ordering something to be delivered. Yeah. And it's not always healthy. Yeah. Yeah. The big thing with your sugar cravings is typically we're avoiding an emotion. And mm-hmm. it sounds like that's what's happening. And we don't even do it consciously. We're not thinking like, I'm anxious. I'm going to avoid this feeling and go eat sugar. It just like happens because our body knows when we eat that sugar, we're going to get a dopamine rush and we're going to feel a little better temporarily. But typically we don't feel better long-term when we do that. So first, I think it helps as you go through your day, bringing some awareness to that and also having tools to deal with your emotions or how can you change your day so that it's not so fast paced? Is there any possible way to have some little breaks in the day so we're not ending our day so stressed? Did anything come to mind as I was talking there? So the emotional part, that's definitely right on. I didn't see this before you asked me these questions, but I am seeing it now. And it might also be compounded because I'm eating at two o'clock, right? Like, because you get slower after you eat. I, I don't know. Oh, this is really aligning for me right now. So I appreciate that. What should I do with the... Yeah. Helping sugar cravings is not like a simple fix. I'm not going to give you this like one thing and it's all going to go away. So working with your sugar cravings or emotional eating is a bit of a process, but we can figure out a couple things right now to get you started. So one thing, we're going to create something for in the moment when you're feeling that sugar craving is just taking a five minute pause. So you feel that intense sugar craving. It's probably after work, you're having the stress let down. And I want you to just pause for five minutes. You can use a timer. And during that five minutes, I want you to do something that is calming to you. So some ideas can be deep breathing. It could be walking outside or walking around your house because sometimes movement helps. Doing a few yoga poses, journaling, texting a friend. So what are one or two things you could do during a five minute pause? I really like the yoga idea because I always mean to do that and it never gets done or just put on some guided meditation. I think between those two, I'll strive for the yoga, but I might just sit down. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, you can literally do, if you've done some yoga classes, you can do it sitting down. Like you can just breathe and move your arms up and down, stretch to the side. It doesn't have to be a formal yoga practice. So just picking a couple poses and connecting it with your breath, because that's where you'll get the best calming effects. Okay. But I think that's perfect. A quick little yoga or meditation, taking a five-minute pause. And when you first do this five-minute pause, I want you to do it and not worry if you eat the sugar after. You're just going to (laughs) create. Yeah, your face was like, what? (laughs) So you're just going to create the habit of pausing. So we're creating this gap between... I want this right now, and you're typically going to get it. We're going to create a little pause okay, and allow our nervous system to just come down a little bit and not worry about the outcome. Eventually, when you stick with it, you'll be able to make that pause longer, or maybe you're going to make a different choice. But you first just have to create the habit of pausing, because anytime we start a new habit, 
especially when we're in high stress, it's really hard to create that new habit. So just first think about creating this habit of pausing before going to grab for the sugar, driving to the store, whatever that looks like. That sounds really good. Yeah, that was very surprising. Like, go ahead and eat the sugar afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, don't control the outcome. Just get that habit going. Okay. And then listening from you talk, I think you also need to create your day with less stress. That's simple, isn't it? (laughs) So let's see if we can come up with an idea of how to just lower your stress a little bit. So is that maybe intentionally taking a break to eat during the day or taking a couple five-minute breaks during your day or starting your day off with something you enjoy or playing music? So does anything come to mind there? I would feel really good about my day if I could wake up earlier and move a little bit, right? But I have a real hard time in the morning. So I drink coffee, right? Like I have just a really hard time in the morning. So I sleep as late as I possibly can before the day gets going. But on the very, very, you know, slim chance that I do get up, I feel, I do feel better on those days. I feel like, oh my God, my, I got my act together, you know, because I got some movement in the morning. So that could, but that could also be more stressful. And I just feel guilty about not waking up early. So let's, yeah, because we don't want to start with the morning thing. If that's hard and you're tired, there's going to be a little too much resistance. And do you work from home? I do. Yeah. Okay. So do you think that's doable, creating some five-minute breaks throughout the day? I do, yeah. Okay. And what would you do on those five-minute breaks that would sort of help to lower your stress? So maybe something you enjoy, something fun, like getting up and dancing to music? Yeah, I can do that. I don't think I've ever tried that, actually, to be quite transparent. But I think I could try it. It sounds fun. Yeah. So what would you want to do on that break? That actually sounds a lot more fun. I was thinking we were going to go in the direction of like meditating like three times a day or something, which which would maybe be a chore. I think dancing feels a lot better. And then you can sort of keep thinking about it too. So we're creating a little more fun in your day to sort of bring down your stress level, get your brain out of work just for a few minutes, five minutes, a couple times during the day. So eventually, and you'll have to play with it as you do it, eventually we're not so stressed at the end of the day. And then maybe we do that pause or that meditation or yoga just real quick. And we're just lowering your stress altogether. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Good. And then, so the one other thing I know you mentioned on your form you filled out was sleep. And you sort of brought it up a little bit. So tell me a little bit how sleep is for you. I didn't actually realize it was such a problem. And I had like sleep, like sleep aids, you know, they just bring your heart down a little bit at the end of the day. And my life improved so much. Like if I, if I get knocked out, my life improves drastically the next day. So I don't get enough for sure. Like I want to stay up later and get projects done. I'll wake up many times during the night. Uh, And then, like I said, like the mornings are, you would think like if I get up that many times in the night and especially if I can't go back to sleep, like it would be no problem to get out of bed. Like that's the time you're supposed to get out of bed. Right. But it is, it's, It's just always been very difficult. Yeah. And we can't dive into it too deep, but I just want to point this out is that when we're not getting enough sleep and not sleeping well enough, our stress goes up and then that feeds into our day and that feeds into sugar cravings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because our body is exhausted and we know that sugar is a quick pick me up. And also when we're not getting enough sleep, 
our cortisol, our stress hormones are going to go up. So it can also be a really important piece. Now, fixing sleep isn't another like quick thing I can tell you right now, but looking up different things on sleep hygiene, I have a nutrition course where we do group health coaching calls and I had an expert come in and talk about tips for getting better sleep. So finding some tools and making sleep a little bit more of a priority, I think is going to also help you with those sugar cravings because Remember, the sugar cravings we're sort of figuring out just isn't about the food or the sugar. It's really about stress. So what can we do to bring your stress down? So we're creating that pause. We're creating a little more fun during the day. And then hopefully we're also going to be able to get some better sleep and we'll see that cycle and we'll see things start to shift. Yeah, I can see how that would greatly benefit. Yeah. And so it is a process. I always like people to start small. So we've given you some tangible things to start with. So what you do is you start putting those into place and then you tweak it if it's not working. If it's like, hey, I don't really want to get up and like, well, what else can I do? So you don't want to give up because you don't like something or it's not working, but how can you shift it or change it to keep doing that? And I think for you, just keeping in mind, if I can find ways to continue to bring my stress down, that's going to help my sugar cravings. And going back to like, you want to feel better, you see how this is affecting your health, and really keeping that why in your mind, so you have the motivation to make these changes. I really like the the finding moments of joy throughout the day. I don't know that I've ever tried that. I mean, if I'm out the house, I want to follow my bliss and stuff. But I think I'm very motivated by lists and getting production, right? Like it's production. And at the end of the day, if I only got 10 out of 20 things done, I don't feel good. And so my whole focus has been how can I get more done in a day, which is maybe not the correct focus for me. Yeah. So, you know, shifting and there's lots of different tools out there for productivity, but, you know, figuring out what those are important things are and probably adding joy on your list and making that one of the top things. And it can be two, three, four, five minutes. It can be really short, but adding that there, because if you don't see it, you may forget to do it. And I'm the same way. And I can get like that too. You just get in the grind of working and you want to get your stuff done, and we don't prioritize ourselves and our health. And part of our health is not being stressed and bringing our stress down. It's not going to be perfect, but we have to put that at the top of our list. Well, this was great. Do you have any more questions or hesitations? No, I don't. I think this is going to be really fun to implement. Well, perfect. Well, before we hop off, I know you have a podcast, so can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Mary Ann and I, my my business partner and I started this podcast called She Can and She Will. So we're focusing on women's empowerment and living a life of balance, even though I just talked about productivity being my most important thing. <laughs> we're, we're not perfect. We're still striving to. But uh, yeah, helping moms start their own business and that kind of thing. So yeah, She Can and She Will. I'd love for you guys to check it out. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, definitely go check that out. And I think Balance is hard. And I think sometimes we don't realize we're out of balance. So something happens or we have to be out of balance to make a change to do something different. And life is always changing and things are always coming up. So, yeah, yeah, that's very true. So I hope that you guys took away something from this episode that maybe you're feeling the same way in your life. 
And I hope that you can start to figure out what that next step is for you. And if you're stuck, there's a link down below where you can set up a free call with me to just do a quick health check-in. And we can do the same thing and figure out what these missing pieces are for you because a lot of times we're not realizing what we're missing. And we talk to someone and we can talk it out. We can figure out those missing pieces and then actually take that step forward in our health. So the link's down below, set up a free call, and I hope you guys have a great week.